Welcome to Makati House, a professional network for Filipinos. Our mission is to promote the spirit of Filipinos helping Filipinos. Topics being discussed in this club are business, economics, politics, technology, and the development of the Philippine community. Don't forget the drill. Tap on the little green house up top to follow the club. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter under Makati House. Also, if you found the speakers on the stage to be of great value, please give them the digital currency of a follow. Once again, welcome to Makati House. Hi everyone, good evening. So welcome everyone, welcome, welcome, and welcome to Makati House. It is 8.05 p.m. in Manila. Good evening everyone, good morning, and good afternoon to those tuning in from everywhere else around the world. Tonight we will discuss how to harness solar energy and use that energy in our homes and or businesses. And Makati House is a professional network with a mission to be a platform for Filipinos to help other Filipinos. We have a room every evening, 8 o'clock p.m. Manila time, where we have an open discussion about business, economics, technology, and current events. And let me introduce myself. My name is JP, and I am a regular participant of Makati House. This is our third installment of our sustainability chats. I am a developer by day, and the rest of the time, I try my best to conserve our planet. Let me introduce our uh, our, our our guests tonight, Jovi Hill Montajes, who is the co uh, sorry the founder of Light of Hope Philippines, and engineer Mikey, who is the uh, general manager of Solark PV Systems. Hi, Jovi. Good evening. Can you in- introduce yourself? Hello, JP. Good evening and good evening to everyone uh, tuning in tonight. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning uh, to wherever you are right now. And I'm Jovi from Cebu Province, Philippines. And um, we're currently leading a clean energy initiative with the Light of Hope PH. Uh, we are aiming to help mitigate climate change and also help to uplift the lives of our less privileged off-the-grid communities. Thank you, JP. Yes, you're very welcome, Jovi, and thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I really appreciate it that you've come here to share with us tonight. Let me turn the spotlight to Engineer Mikey with Solar. Okay, so I'm Engineer Michael John. I'm Engineer Mikey, or Michael John, that's my full name, and I'm a general manager for Solar. And... Uh, we're a solar energy company which is into the design, supply, and installation of the solar energy systems for both residential and commercial applications. So uh, our mission, of course, we want to provide clean and affordable energy for every Filipinos. And vision, by 2025, we want to have an annual uh, a contribution of uh, a reduced uh, carbon emission of uh, 1 million kilograms annually by 2025. So right now, uh, we're at 200,000 kilograms annually in, in terms of total uh, Solar installed, and uh, yes, uh, uh, I, I'm very glad to be invited here uh, to impart my knowledge in, about solar and renewable energy here at Makati House. Thank you. Thank you, engineer. Thank you for for joining us. Um, like like Jovi, it's I, I appreciate the time that uh, you lend you're lending to us. Um, and I understand you have a, a newborn in the family, so <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> for for squeezing us into your schedule. And I would like just to remind everyone that this room is being recorded, and we will be publishing the talks later on as uh, in maybe in podcast form. And uh, I encourage everyone to save questions for later. We will have a Q and A at the end of the of our chat. Um, so let's begin. Uh, let's uh, discuss deeper into solar energy. I would like uh, Engineer Mikey to explain to us, like we are all five years old, 
about solar energy. Uh, so the, the biggest question is, what is solar energy and how do we harness this solar energy? Well, uh, basically, solar, uh, we harness energy from the sun, actually. So the irradiance of the sun. So the energy from the sun, in simple terms, uh, the solar panels uh, uh, obtain that, harness that, and converts it to to a power that is uh, understood by our appliances. But then it's still raw, and then it's processed by the whole system. So our appliance can use that energy. So it's basically, you know, like the wind, you just harness the power of the wind, convert it to electricity. So that's it. So it's just different. So there are different types of energy uh, from fossil fuels, for wind, and then for solar, it's sun's energy. So yeah, so it's like converting uh, another an energy that's not uh, to another form of energy that our appliances can can use. So ganun lang kas, in simple terms, ang solar energy. So solar energy comes from the sun, meaning so it's free, right? <laughs> Nobody owns. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody owns it as long as the sun is up. Uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it for for free, for free. I mean that the source, the source is free. Uh, we just have to invest on the equipment to be able to harness, to be able to use that free power from the sun. Right. And you mentioned like uh, uh, invest. So what are those typical components that we that we can invest on so we can harness this free yeah. energy? Yes, there are three major components of solar primarily. It's the solar panels, uh, which, is, which, uh, which uh, gets the energy from the sun and converts it to uh, electricity, uh, to power, uh, usable by our equipment. Then there's also the inverter. We're in that, that's the one that really processes it. For example, our appliance here in the Philippines runs at 220 volts. And in the US, it's 110 volts. So it, it's the one that, uh, that, uh, that is a, a more refined processing of the power that was harnessed from the sun, from the solar panel, go to the inverters, which converts them. And then we also have the mounting system. So that is where the solar panels are attached. So in our roof, it's not directly on top of our roof. It's not already directly connected to our roof. There's this solar mounts. Uh, it's like aluminum rails, high-grade aluminum rails. That is, that, 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 that's where we attach those solar panels. So basically, remember, there's, there are three major components. A solar panel, which gets the power from the sun, the inverter, which processes it for, so like for 220 volts for Philippine news or for 110 volts for, for other countries, and then the mounting system, the rails where we attach the solar panels. Mm-hmm. You're right. So those are the three... Uh... Uh, three major components of, uh, I guess we can call it um, a, a micro solar energy power plant. Is that right? Yeah, micro in a sense. Uh, you can, yeah, uh, you can provide the, your solar energy. Your solar plant can only you can uh, you can design it to power your home only, <laughs> your house only. So yeah, micro. It could be still. It could be maybe nano. A better term is a nano, it's a nano plant. <laughs> if you're talking about your your specific hormone, mm -hmm. right? And um, so, like you mentioned, we can harness this energy from the sun, and the the well lit elephant in the room question is, uh, or that we have to address is, um, what do we do? when the sun is not out like at night or during a cloudy day um what are our options in uh storing energy or do we is it is it uh, worth investing at this time primarily there are no, there are three types of uh of a solar energy system so one is the on grid which only works during the day because it has uh, no battery to store energy so the other one is the off-grid, wherein there is battery, you can store power. So during the night, you can also use uh, the stored energy to power your, your, uh, your home or your, your office. And there is the hybrid uh, system. So this one can work as an on-grid, the one without battery, or the off-grid wherein uh, you can also put battery. So, so now, uh, so the question is, how about during the night? Uh, if you're planning to have solar energy used uh, for your homes during the night, you should be, uh, you could resort to off-grid or the hybrid system. 
which has uh, both rooms, the on-grid and the off-grid. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So now I have a better idea. Now that we have all have good picture of how how we can use this energy and you know uh, set it set this up in our in our home in our homes, I, I'd like to to talk to Jovi about Lightful PH. Jovi, can you talk about this very wonderful social enterprise of yours? Thanks, JB. Um, Lightful PH uh, is civil based. Uh, we started, um, or the ideation started in 2017, and we thought of using clean renewable energy to help our less privileged communities to have access to. Uh, first, at first, we just wanted to help them to get access to lights. So the first project that we have, we call it the the solar night lamps in a bottle project. So we were recycling these uh, soda bottles or PET plastic bottles, and uh, we used a small solar panel to charge the battery, which would light up the LEDs. So thus, the, the solar night lamps will then displace the use of kerosene lamps. And since we started up to today, we were now able to build and assemble around three 1,020 solar night lamps in a bottle. And also we've got more than 1,000 volunteers from 2017 to 2021 to um, help us deploy those lamps to the communities. And as we gear towards uh, sustainability, uh, we are now building our next project, which is the Cloud Grid Solutions Project. And um, it is an off-grid solar home systems for our families that has no access to electricity so that they could have access to affordable lightings, affordable way to charge their mobile phones, and also to have access to entertainment in using clean renewable energy technologies. So um, I just wanted to share um, the current situations of the communities as of the moment. Um, they cannot afford to have electricity connection. First reason is that it's expensive and uh, they don't have stable income. Second is they don't have land titles um, for, for their lands. So you would need land titles to um, apply for electricity. Um, so those challenges, we tackle that through the Cloud Grid Solutions Project. So they will now have electricity for their household for just a very minimum amount. The current situation is that they are spending 30 to 50 pesos a day for buying kerosene gas for their lamps and also for paying uh, mobile charging from the neighborhood or from the store nearby. And that's already a big, big amount. As of the moment, we were able to deploy 17 cloud grid units in, uh, in three communities, uh, one in Lapu-Lapu City, one in Cebu City, and uh, the other units are in Maguindanao. And for us to be able to fund our projects, we joined competitions, uh, local or national competition, which is the Unified Awards of the Waisili Philippines. That's the first one in December 2020. The second one, uh, which is just recently, the Cloud Grid Solutions Initiative also won the British Council COP26 Destination Zero Challenge, which helped us build our platform so that we could spread awareness about climate change and also it could fund the cloud grid units. By the way, the platform, you can access it in the lightofhopeph.org. So that's lightofhopeph.org. Um, we also built a simple mobile app that would monitor how much uh, the total CO2 emissions that has been reduced through the use of the cloud grid units and also a map on where the cloud grid units has been deployed. And um, currently, uh, as we speak, we were also partnering with the, the youth cluster of the Climate Reality Project Philippines for a fundraiser to solarize an elementary school and high school in Panganan Island in Lapu-Lapu City. And I see one in one of our participants, Danny or Daniel, 
which is the head of the youth cluster. And uh, maybe later we can invite her to um, talk about the fundraiser. Thank you, JP. Yes, that's a, that's very inspiring. How uh, um, and uh, thank you so much for doing that for in, in behalf of the communities that you've been helping. So, uh, can you talk more about the communities? Like, how many households have the uh, the 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 grids that you've installed, the kits, and how, how much of their life has changed? Did they share to you how much of their life has changed after? they had access to um, electricity or power? Yes, it, this is really very inspiring and very motivational. Um, we, when we started with the solar night lamps, that has already been a big um, impact for them because they're not using the, the kerosene lamps anymore. As we know, kerosene lamps are both fire and health hazards for the families, and it's also costly for them. And there's even one family in Barangay Pitos in Cebu who shared that they almost lost their homes and their lives because their cat suddenly knocked off the kerosene lamps and almost everything got on fire. And thankfully, they were all awake at that time, so they were able to put it out or they were able to escape from that house. And the household is only made of very light materials. And in just in one, uh, like one small square of a house, there's you, you already have there your kitchen, your... Um, bedroom, it's all stacked there and there's a lot of fabrics like their clothes are everywhere and so it would easily catch on fire and um, one of their feedback was um, one of their wishes at those times uh, they were already thankful for the lamps but they also wish hopefully that they could also charge their mobile phones, this is way back 2017-2018 and moving forward uh, 2020 to 2021 we built the, the cloud grid units and now they were able to charge their mobile phones and it also reduced their cost, um, their daily cost for their energy, um, energy needs before they spend 30 to 50 pesos a day for charging and for the gas. Now they will only spend 10 pesos flat and they could charge up to four mobile phones or four mobile devices at the same time. So it's a big, big, big savings for them and also they are now safe from the fire hazard and also they are now safe from the health hazard that is caused by this kerosene fumes and there's again wishes for them that hopefully they could access entertainment and just within this month we were able to innovate and now we'll be offering the next version of the cloud grid unit which has a bluetooth speaker and a uh, 17 inches TV. So we're continuously improving the um, the cloud grid units to fit their needs. And also we are continuously listening for the communities who uh, really wanted or needed um, these things. That sounds great. And I, I believe in free access to information and with smartphones and television, access to television and the internet as well. If if uh, these communities can get access to it, uh, they can somehow uh, get a better chance in uplifting themselves out of poverty or or having a better quality of life. Um, so you mentioned your your next um, uh, product that you can provide to these communities. Okay, tell us more about the next project community that you're you're expanding to, or what are your next, what are your future plans for Light of Hope PH? Um, this hopefully this month we're we're targeting to install another twenty units of the cloud grid, um, but we're still waiting for you know what's gonna happen in the MACQ. So it's probably the end of this month or next month. And also, at the same time, we are doing the fundraiser to solarize an elementary school and a high school in uh, Panganan Island in Lapu-Lapu. And our vision uh, for this year is hopefully uh, we're targeting to be able to deploy 500 to 1,000 cloud grid units uh, within the year of 2021. 
that sounds very exciting. Um, I have one. Uh, this is a surprise question <laughs> that I I didn't prepare for. It's just something I just I'm just wondering out of uh, uh, that just came up. I don't I'm, right now. Um, do you have any idea on how many communities there are in the Philippines that are off grid? Um, or the, the 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 bigger question also, if you have an idea, how many communities or households there are in the region that don't have access to electricity, or even the bigger question also is if you also know around the world how many households there are that don't have access to electricity. But it's okay if you don't know. Um, but maybe in the Philippines or around Cebu, if you have an idea, I do. I would just like to benchmark how. Um, how far we are in solving the problem. Yes, uh, thank you for asking that, JP. Actually, globally, there are still around 489 million, I mean, 789 million households um, that doesn't have access to electricity. In the Philippines, we have over 13 million people, or that is around 2.4 million households that has no access to electricity. And the bigger chunk of that is more than a million households is in Mindanao. Um, there are in Visayas, there are more than 500,000. In Luzon, um, there's about 500,000. This is based on a national data that was presented by uh, Senator Win Gachalian, if I remember correctly, in 2017 or 2018. Oh, it's very. Um, oh, wow, that's. Quite heavy. <laughs> I can't imagine myself um, without Wi-Fi or or electricity. I don't know. I don't know how I would um, I survive. I would survive yeah. with books, but uh, <laughs> maybe when I've read all the books, um, uh, Wi-Fi would be my next um, source of sanity on top of being able to breathe oxygen. Um, well, on. <laughs> On that note, uh, I think it's time for a reset. Um, so uh, thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, continuing to tune in and welcome everyone as well who just joined. Uh, we have another 30 minutes left for our recorded session. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, message them to me um, through the back channel and we can go through them afterwards. And yeah. Hello, and thank you for joining us at Makati House, a professional network for Filipinos. Tonight, we will chat about harnessing free energy from the sun. See the light from renewable energy with Light of Hope Philippines founder, Joby Montajes, and Michael Jankas, solar key PV systems installer. Plug in your earbuds and let's recharge together for a sustainable future. Okay, um, thanks everyone for continuing to, to tune in. And let's uh, move back the discussion to engineer Mikey about uh, with his, um, uh, his enterprise solar PV systems. Can you tell us more about solar, uh, what you do and what the, what the history is and what inspired you to start this venture? Yes, uh, solar uh, was founded 2015. So we're already six years in the business, and uh, it started from a crisis actually. The, the business. So 2014, there was Typhoon Glenda, and then I was newly. Uh, I have uh, my first kid then. Uh, at 2014, yeah, and then uh, there was this uh, two-week brownout in our place, and then uh, I, I decided to find the solution of. Uh, I, I I look for a. A source of uh, of light and uh, of course electric fun because it's kind of hot during the night and my my baby then was then one year old is really uh, uh, in a way suffering through the two week brownout so uh, I saw a, I saw a uh, this device where in it's a solar fan and a solar lamp wherein you can just charge it during the day under the heat of the sun and then then use it during the night and then. And then from there, I, I see the benefits. And the businessman that I am, I, I tried also to to sell this to to other people, especially my wife. Then was a member of a uh, of a breastfeeding uh, group uh, with her first child. And then uh, 
and then from there oh i see oh even the even 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 uh moms uh or housewives are are, are into it even though it's a techie thing and then uh, then i look into the possibility and opportunity of uh, of venturing into solar in a bigger scale and then that's that's how we started so right now uh we're into the design supply and installation of the solar energy systems for in bigger scale for residential and commercial yeah and of course uh maybe to add on to this uh uh there's some misconceptions about solar also that i want to add so right now uh here in the philippines when you want to install solar you, you don't have to you don't have to uh to be uh, to have the approval of Meralco uh, with regards to installation unless you you want to sell back to them so that's one thing so many have been uh, discouraged to to uh, to install solar because they they need they might need uh, some uh, uh, some papers to process for the, in the LGU or with Meralco so actually none if you're just wanting to have solar for your own benefit so just to add to the to the information Oh, thank you for that. Um, that's very, uh, you know, it's a very inspiring history. Uh, venturing into entrepreneurship is <laughs> a very tough challenge for us. And it, it takes a lot of courage and, you know, confidence in yourself um, to be able to provide for our families and for ourselves. Uh, since you mentioned you, you clarified some things, I want to go back to um, explaining to everyone, like we are all five years old, so you mentioned Meralco. So um, just to provide some context to everyone who are who are uh, not from the Philippines. So Meralco is the the largest energy distributor in in the Philippines. So when it comes to uh, the way energy works, is you have the power producers, the power plants, and and then you have the energy dis distributor like Meralco. So in other places outside Luzon. Uh, or outside Metro Manila, there's uh, there there are other energy distributors, and the distributors would buy from the the generators. They distribute. Uh, so Meralco owns the poles going to your homes, and they would distribute the energy going to our homes and businesses. So can you talk to us more about the net metering? What is it like? How how can we sell the grid? Okay, so for net metering, uh, net metering is a process wherein uh, uh, it's like an agreement with the uh, with the uh, grid provide uh, the power the electricity provider. So sorry, I was able, I mentioned a specific company, but uh, generally, uh, uh, net metering is a an agreement with the electricity provider wherein any excess solar energy uh, from your solar energy system uh, will be exported back to them, and they will. Uh, they will pay you for uh, uh, for that for a premium. So right now, uh, in terms of processing that, uh, you need to process documents both for the electricity provider. So here in Metro Manila, it's Meralco. For other uh, for other uh, for the provinces, there uh, the different uh, power provider and also the local government unit within where where in where your residential area is located. So basically, uh. Just the process until uh, they give you a they give you a yellow card for this. What's the, what does the yellow card means? It means you have the go signal already. We're in uh, after they have assessed your solar energy system. If all the equipments uh, pass the requirements, uh, both electrical uh, the electrical requirements and the structural requirements of how your solar is installed, uh, a yellow card will be issued to you. We're in. Uh, your power provider me, uh, will be uh, is giving a green light now that you can sell back to them. So, so, so how is this? Because right now we have electricity meters at our homes. So the current electricity meter in our homes, uh, uh, the 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 counter is uh, it only counts the power delivered by the electricity provider. So, so you, if you're approved for net metering or for export to your uh, uh, electricity provider, they will change that meter into a bi-directional meter so it can read the power that you buy from the uh, electricity provider and it can also count the the power you export to the electricity provider. So it could, it will reflect in your monthly electric billing already what you have uh, what you have used what, what power you have used from the electricity provider and what power you have sells, uh, sold back or exported 
to the electricity provider. So they do the math there. They they less what you have exported. Uh, so it reflects on the next uh, on the next monthly billings. Oh, that's very interesting. So that's uh, just to make it clear to sum to sum it all up. This is how one way we can achieve never paying for electricity again, right? Yeah. Uh, as long as you size the the system uh, correctly, yes, you can achieve that. Uh, though here in the Philippines, uh, it's kind of expensive to achieve that because the premium you sell uh, is much uh, cheaper than the premium you uh, you pay the electricity provider when you uh, when you buy from them. So, for example, if you're buying your electricity from the electricity provider at 10 pesos per kilowatt hour to 11 pesos when you export or sell to the electricity provider they just they just pay you at uh, less than half 450 to 55 pesos per kilowatt hour so it means you need to have uh, twice to thrice uh, amount of uh, uh, size of, so of your solar energy system to be able to achieve that unlike with other countries they pay one is to one I mean what you sell back to the electricity provider is the same price when you buy. I've heard in some some countries in Europe, uh, in Italy, it's twice. Actually, when you sell back, they pay you twice as much as the amount that you, you buy from, from the power uh, providers. Right. Okay. So you really need to generate much, much more uh, if you want to be able to offset your consumption. Okay. That's... Yes, here in the Philippines. Yes, yes, in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Yes, yes. That's good to know. Um, so, uh, can you tell us more? In in, uh, can you can you share some more detail on what's needed to set up my like for example my home? Um, what 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 would you need to know as an installer before you could get started, or how how to size up like you mentioned how to size up the requirements for the the nano solar energy power plant okay for, for assessing the right system size uh, for uh, for example for your home first uh, we will look into the uh, the monthly uh, power usage and then upon uh, upon uh, getting the details of their monthly power usage then we we identify uh, the distribution of your power usage between day and night so, for example, uh, if you are consuming uh, a thousand kilowatt hours per month, well, for example, that's, that's your usage. So we, we we identify oh the of that amount of usage power usage, uh, what percent is the usage for daytime and nighttime? So say, oh uh, uh, your usage is more in daytime, seventy percent versus thirty percent. So from there, uh, we we compute the system size. We compute the system size for your home. So the more that you the, the more that you have high usage for daytime, uh, the, the more beneficial uh, the more benefits you will gain from uh, for having solar energy system. So right now, uh, for for small res for residential homes, uh, if you are using air conditioned units during daytime, you are, you're already qualified to have to have solar because right now that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the that's the equipment, that's the appliance that's really uh consuming high uh, high power usage during uh, during daytime but uh, if you're only using a small appliances like uh, for example a small fridge uh, or uh, some electric fund or some TV and then other than that none uh, you, you might rethink because the invest the return of investment may be maybe uh, maybe longer versus the investment that you will need to have a solar energy system how long do the solar panels last? Oh, a, a good quality and, and a reliable solar panel should easily last 25 years. Uh, actually, the 25 years is not the end of life. Uh, for a good quality solar panel, 25 years means it has, the output has just degraded by 20%. For example, your solar panel is uh, output is 100 watts. So by the 25th year, its output will be only 80 watts. But it's not actually the end of life. So there, there is a, uh, there was a, a solar panel in in uh, in Las Vegas that was I think I I'm not sure of the brand I think it's Arca, uh, it was installed 1982, and then they check it out uh, last 2012, they uh, they check it out they remove and 
brought it back to the factory for checking and the output actually after 30 uh, yeah after 30 years is still the same as it was when it was uh, out of the factory in 1982 so uh, solar panels are really robust it's it's very rigid uh, it is it was it is made for uh, for tough conditions really right and uh, it doesn't uh, there are barely any or there are zero moving parts so <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's such a nice with solar. Yeah, there are zero, zero moving parts. Yeah. Right. So you're only um, the the only wear and tear is like the the movement of current between the parts, uh, heat and uh, um, general degradation. So that that must be. Um, you mentioned that uh, a very good quality solar panel. Um, that would that kind of panel be very expensive would you be able to share um some example pricing let's say um let's give let's say for for me um i have one computer that i use for work during the day and um because it's hot here i i'd like to work com- comfortably and maybe 26 celsius during the day and maybe at night i will i would use some of the air conditioner just to sleep uh, how how much uh, how much power do i need for that kind of profile just a rough estimate and how much it would cost in philippine pesos yeah so a typical home for example you have a desktop pc uh, and then for example you want a 26 degrees celsius room temperature maybe a 1.5 horsepower uh, ac unit during daytime so roughly this uh, is around um, running at around between 1.1 to 1.5 kilowatts. So uh, let's say a 1.5 kilowatt system for your home, uh, a sol- 1.5 kilowatt uh, solar energy system uh, using a four solar panels. So a good branded solar uh, solar panel, for example, us in Solar, we use Panasonic solar panels. Uh, for your home, we're using that 1.5 kilowatt system. It's around maybe around 150,000. Uh, 150,000 with an ROI of around uh, between three to four years. Oh, that's 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 pretty good. Uh, that's uh, um, that's three thousand US around three thousand US dollars more or less, right? So, yeah, and, and within three years. So, um, and that's just for um my home, like for one person in a moderately sized room, um, yeah, working yeah, yeah. during during the day. That's good. Yeah, That's so good. for four mm-hmm. years, uh, usually, the, and then the warranty of that is between 10 to 12 years for solar panels. So after four, or maybe uh, at most five years, depending on the uh, the uh, the uh, on the rate of the uh, of the uh, of power here in the Philippines that you pay. So, but then maybe maximum five years ROI. Then for the next 20 years, uh, during the time of the day where your solar energy, when the sun is up and your solar energy system is working. Uh, you have your power for free. Sounds great. Uh, there's one more thing I wanted to ask you, but I want to share something as well. Something I learned uh, a couple of years back. So I live in Santa Rosa, Laguna, and um, south of Manila, the capital of the Philippines. And here we have nearby is a Toyota assembly plant. So they assemble most of the locally made, uh, lo- locally sold cars here. And I found out. I don't know if, if this is still true, but it looks like it is true. Um, I found out that they they installed they they started investing in solar panels in solar energy, and uh, what they do is they do most of their welding tasks during the day, so they can uh, make the most out of the solar energy during the day. They have all the welding tasks. And I assume the the computers that they have for for the office and and, and admin work is during the day as well, and the 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 reason uh, I believe strongly that they're still investing in this is I I checked Google Earth so I I kind of spied on them um, <laughs> <laughs> with satellite satellite imagery and I saw that they added more solar panels on their rooftop. In, in the assembly plant, so I think they filled up one the rooftop of one of their buildings, and uh, they added two arrays on another building early 2020, and I uh, think later in 2020 they also added another array to another building, uh, and it looks like it it was partially finished. I don't know how it looks like right now, but uh, I'll, I'll try. Maybe we can have um, somebody from Toyota to to share that information if they're willing. Um, 
Yeah, so um, since we mentioned uh, industrial and commercial use, uh, we're, we're a bit pressed for time. Um, can, can you can you give us a a, a brief summary on how we can because uh, we we we've been talking about an application for homes. How can we uh, scale this up for commercial or agricultural or business use? So basically, uh, for commercial, uh, it's basically the same. You use the same solar panels, the same equipments. It's just that uh, it's on a bigger scale. Usually, uh, for a commercial, it's for for residential, it's between one kilowatt to five kilowatt system, or around four solar panels to around fifteen solar panels. But uh, in the commercial side, it's bigger because they consume more electricity. But basically, the uh, the di- the schematic diagram that is is, is just the same. So it's just more solar panels needed and more equipment needed. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, not all are technical here, but there are just two kinds of uh, electrical setup in the Philippines. A single phase. Anyways, you don't have to just just remember the single phase usually for residential homes, wherein we do not use uh, high uh, uh, high powered motor equipment. Uh, while for industrial, it's a three phase system because they use. They use a uh, high-powered motor equipment, so that's the only difference. So, so that's why uh, there's just that's just a little bit of a tweak of on the setup. But basically, the setup for residential and uh, uh, industrial is is the same. It's just the the scale, the magnitude of the number of solar panels needed. Okay, that's uh yeah, that's so it's kind of like just a cookie cutter design, right? Pretty much, you just copy and paste whatever you designed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it depends. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's just, uh, I'm just yeah. I'm just oversimplifying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, just 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 quick. Uh, so uh, we just recently we installed for FPJ Studios. So this is where all the uh, films of FPJ of of the King is uh, is uh, is housed, uh, and then. Uh, after we installed solar with them, so they get the data actually, they get their own data. And then uh, after we installed, they get again uh, manually the data of uh, their, their power usage. During daytime, uh, the reduction is almost 70% in terms of uh, daytime power usage with the use of solar for FPJ students. Wow, that's very impressive. Um, yeah, and, and what yeah. Toyota is doing, you say, they're doing the, uh, they're doing the, the welding works during daytime. Yeah, actually, uh, so a solar energy system is just a tool, but you should strategize also how to use. Like here in our house, during day, in my house, during daytime, we use electric, uh, electric stove. So I'm able to save on LPG and have a free use of, uh, in cooking, uh, free use of the electric stove. Well, I only use LPG during daytime. So, so that's how you, 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 uh, no, you, you manage. That's, what, that's like Toyota. They're managing where to, when and where to use the their their equipment more. right right i i always believe in the in the mantra where you work smart not hard <laughs> um yeah since you mentioned um uh, uh using gas for cooking um uh, jovi actually had uh, he shared another project but but uh, about uh, generating gas at home but uh, we'll, we'll, that's for another t- <laughs> sorry that's for another topic and uh, we'll get back to that um but uh before we get into the Q and A, um, I would just like to ask Jovi, um, how can people get involved in uh, Light of Hope PH? Uh, are you looking for collaborators? Are you accepting donations? Um, Jovi, how can people get involved or help your social enterprise? Yes, thank you for asking that, JP. Um, first, um, you can. If you wanted to offset your carbon footprint and at the same time help mitigate climate change and help uplift the less privileged of the grid communities, you can go to our website, lightofhope.org. Um, there's uh, that's a platform where you can do that. And um, second is also if you wanted to help uh, Light of Hope continue its um, advocacy, we are also building power backups for work from home use. You can message us at our Facebook page for more details about that one. And, and thirdly, we're doing the fundraiser. We're doing the fundraiser and also the coordinator of the youth cluster is on the audience for the Climate Reality Project Philippines. And it would be good if we could invite Danielle up on the stage to talk about the fundraiser. 
All right, thank you. So, yep, yeah, um, there are three ways that you can support Light of Hope PH. First is the platform, lightofhopeph.org. Second is um, if you would, if you need power backups at your homes for your routers and your laptops, we can also provide that. Um, send us a message at our Facebook page, at Light of Hope PH. And third would be the fundraiser, which will be discussed um, later. Thank you. Sounds good. Thanks, thanks, Jovi. Um, and uh, engineer Mikey, how can people follow you? How can people contact you if they want to have a PV system installed at their homes? Uh, yes, uh, we, we have our website, uh, www.solarpvs.com. And we're also on, know, we're also on Facebook, uh, just type Solar, and, uh, and you can find us there. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's where you can uh, see all our installations, all our products and portfolio. Can people reach out to you directly if they have any questions? Yes, yes, yes. You can message me directly on the website. So, uh, or or uh, you can uh, have our mobile number. Can I say it here? <laughs> yes, sure, sure. Yeah, it's 0998-848-0745. Or you can email me at uh, Michael Jancas. So Michael Jancas at solarpvs.com. All right. Okay, for, uh, and we provide free consultation. <laughs> All right, free consultation. I like that. Um, so that's Solark. That's that's S O L A R C H E. Let's take a quick break. We'll just reset the room. We'll go to the Q and A session, and let's we'll invite uh, Ivana or, and or Daniel up to the stage to talk about their fundraising. And we also have some a uh, couple of questions and comments from the listeners. I'd like to invite them as well. Uh, if not, I'll just uh, dictate the. I'll read out the questions. Hello, and thank you for joining us at Makati House, a professional network for Filipinos. Tonight, we will chat about harnessing free energy from the sun. See the light from renewable energy with Light of Hope Philippines founder, Joby Montajes, and Michael Jankas, Solar Key PV Systems installer. Plug in your earbuds and let's recharge together for a sustainable future. And we're back. Thank you, everyone, for for continuing to tune in. Um, so, uh, as I said, this is our third installment of the sustainable sustainability series. Um, it's a chat where we discuss about sustainability strategies uh, and also conserving the planet where we all live in. And uh, previously, we talked about the Soli Soli store, a way for recycling marine litter found in in islands of the Philippines and last week we discussed about endangered uh, marine wildlife found in the Philippines as well and uh, today we're discussing about uh, solar energy and we have some upcoming topics about electric vehicles and solid waste management or other waste management issues, um, possibly smart cities. So if anyone has any suggestions for future topics or recommended guests, feel free to reach out to me or to the Makati House Club. Uh, you can join us every night, 8 p.m. if you have suggestions. And afterwards, we have an after party uh, where we have a more informal setting where everyone can get to know each other and network. Uh, I don't know if uh, Ivana and Danielle can hear us uh hi everyone am i audible yes yes please go ahead we'd like to hear about your fundraising perfect thank you so much jb for inviting me to come over as a speaker and thank you sir Jovi, for providing us the platform so hi everyone i'm danny i am a youth cluster coordinator for the climate reality project philippines along with ivana who is here in this call with me miss um, amy is also our design coordinator over at climate reality and our latest project is in partnership with Light of Hope Philippines. So last August 12th, International Youth Day, was the Southeast Asian premiere of Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Joe Gant's film, The Race to Save the World, which is um, basically about transitioning from fossil fuels to renewable energy. So it's very pertinent to tonight's talk. And all of, not, not all, but uh, 
a large part of the proceeds is going to go towards the solarization of Pangan'an Elementary and High School, as Jovi mentioned a while ago. Um, so this is in partnership with Chogads and also in partnership uh, with Light of Hope Philippines. So our vision for it uh, is really to not just give the students, you know, a clean source of energy for better lighting, which is already a huge help, better ventilation and better communications, but really overall quality of, of education. And Pangan'an Island, uh, as Sir Jovi has shared with us, is um, a community that is vulnerable to uh, climate change impacts. They're vulnerable to flooding due to sea level rise. So beyond raising the quality of, of education of uh, these uh, young people, these students, it also gives them a reliable source of electricity during emergencies. So we're hitting two versus one stone here. Um, as the latest IPCC report says, uh, humanity is on code red and mitigating you know, climate change impacts is not only a bid for survival, but also a chance for us to build a better world. So we're very, very excited for this project. Um, you can check it out on our social media pages. I believe it's also on Light of Hope Philippines platforms. It's Race to a Better Rea Reality, the project is called. You can search it also on Google, Race to, uh, Race to Save the World. It's on tinyurl.com slash R-T-S-T-W-P-H. So we're selling tickets until September 20. Uh, you can stream the movie, watch it with your friends, with your family. It's really it gives a wonderful message on not just um, a sustainable and just transitions to renewable energy, but also our intergenerational, intergenerational responsibility for our, our big human family. So um, I think that's basically it. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us the platform to, to promote this little project of ours. Thank you so much. You're very much welcome, Danny. That's, that's very heartwarming to hear that there are projects like this. So uh, yeah, like uh, I'll I'll dig into that. Uh, it's my first time to hear about it, so I apologize to everyone. So, uh, anyone else? I have a question here for Jovi. Is it a nonprofit, and is Light of OPH a nonprofit? And what is your long-term goal for the project? And he also has a comment that the the solar lamp is available in Alibaba or Al. AliExpress from China, also cheap. Uh, what 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 can you say about? Uh, can you answer the first question? And uh, do you have anything to say about the second one? Yes. Um. Thank you very much for the question. Uh, we started as a charity, um, but for now, as we strive to be sustainable, we're moving towards um, a social impact startup, and uh, we're undergoing programs. Uh, actually, a lot of programs. Um. Uh, let me just share with you. We've gone through uh, incubation and acceleration programs, New Engine Nexus, Young Sustainable Impact Southeast Asia, QBO Bootcamps, Startup Island at PH, So Good Scholars of Global Shaper Cebu. And as of this moment, there we are still we are also undergoing five programs, um, programs slash competitions. Uh, these are the Green Premiers Program, which will conclude in the next few months. Ashoka Green Skills Innovation Challenge, Tayo Awards, Oxfam Filipinas Youth for Empowerment, Climate Launchpad 2021, uh, currently in the national level. So um, we are continually improving um, our uh, ourselves by learning through these programs and also to help us fund the prototypes and the units and um, the advocacy. So our vision for this one is to be a social impact startup that would help provide an affordable, clean energy access to the less privileged off-the-grid communities. Um, for the, the solar lamps, yes, um, there are solar lamps that are available, especially in China. They are very um, cheap in China. The solar lamps project that we did here was... Um, to also recycle uh, PET plastic bottles so that they won't end up in the landfills. And we also trained, well, before pandemic, we do workshops with communities, um, companies, or academies or schools 
We train them how to build the, the solar lamps. Why are we building the solar lamps? And then the assembled ones are then donated to uh, the communities that they support near uh, the school, the company, or the community themselves. Thank you. Thanks, Jovi. So um, we have another uh, person that just came up on stage, Patrick C. Before we, we, we go to Patrick, um, there's another comment from uh, about uh, somebody mentioning Okra. Okra or Okra. Um, it's a startup that I don't know if I found the right one where they are building mesh grids for the last mile. Um, Engineer Mikey, have you heard of this startup? No, no, no I haven't heard. Mesh of it. grids. Yeah. No, 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 I haven't heard. Of it um, yet. I did. Uh, JP. Okay, you share more about mesh grids. Is it this? Is this a good idea? Is this something uh feasible where we can do in the Philippines? Actually, or they already have deployed. Um, I forgot the exact area. I think it was somewhere in Visayas. Um, Okra. Uh, okra startup they're building um, the okra pads it's like the solar chest controllers wherein you can connect uh, multiple off-grid solar systems so that you will have like um, solar uh, solar plants within households then you can connect all of them you can build a mesh grid so they can share all the the energy storage that has been stored in each households depending on your needs that's the that's their startup and i was able to talk to one of their uh, founding members which is Kalum, which is he is currently in shenzhen china and so that's why i was able to know about their products so their product is the solar charge controller or they call it the okra pads which would enable multiple um, off-grid solar home systems to connect with each other in order to share the the energy or the energy storage stored in the batteries. Okay, all right, that's good to know. Um, I'll, I'll look into that. That's uh, it's uh, the their website is okrasolar.com for those who are interested. And uh, yeah, let's let's move on to Matt. Sorry, to to Patrick. Uh, I think Patrick has something to say. Patrick, please. Hi, JP. Thank you. Thank you for hosting this room. Uh, I just want to say Jovi, Daniel, awesome project. But I, I had a question, but now I'm going to change it because I'm so intrigued about the whole mesh grid thing. Uh, Jovi, could it power like residential houses? Like, do you think it's possible to handle a subdivision that contains about 100 houses in it? And could it really, hmm, is this, or is it like illegal here? That's my question. Do uh, anyone who has an idea. Hi, Patrick. Uh, I am not 100% sure if that is possible, but um, what I've seen is they did it on like on an island somewhere in Visayas. I'll have to look it up. Um, they connected households who has their own uh, solar home systems. Um, that was like before pandemic, or the, I think that was last year. So... I think their goal is really to to do that. You mentioned about connecting um, households and subdivisions. So if you if every household in a subdivision already have their own off-grid solar home systems, and then their okra pads would be able to connect um, all of those and then share the energy between them. Um, but we'll just need to we'll probably invite one of the founders uh, in the in Makati House and then to give us more details about their product so that you know it would be sure it that it would come out from their mouth also but that's their idea to connect it mesh grid with in terms of legalities um, they've done it already somewhere in the Philippines I'm not sure in the subdivision facing or regional restrictions um, maybe that's something they could also share if they can join in the platform in Makati House if I may jump in one more time, uh, the legality of this, uh, I, I think I read it somewhere or I've heard of it somewhere, that I think it's um, more legal to do it somewhere in rural areas where it's far from any city or township. Pero I think if you are in an urban area like Manila, it is definitely illegal <laughs> to build, you know, huge 
uh, Okra mesh systems because I think it's uh, I think it's a really good opportunity to maybe overpower <laughs> these distribution companies like Morocco. Right. If it, if it were possible, right? then everyone would be doing it. You can right. pass on energy from household to household. Right. That that's a that's a good uh, thought, Patrick. Thank you for bringing it up. I I think uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, there are areas that you have to apply for a franchise to distribute electricity. Um, but we'll we'll find out. We'll, I'll I'll do some research, or if anybody has time, we can maybe find another resource person to speak on the legality of that, on how we can, uh, you know, uh, uh, disrupt. Yeah, <laughs> let's disrupt awesome. the the energy sector in the Philippines. Um, Kristen just joined us on stage. Kristen, um, can you share to us what you have to say about solar energy? Hi guys, my name is Tan, like the number, and I'm from the Philippines. <laughs> nice to be up here on stage. I'm actually really interested about solar energy because just last week I did an experiment. Um, I camped outside, so I'm a traveler. I've been traveling for four years now, and I'm on a mission to hike and hitchhike the world, solo, unassisted, and with my Philippine passport. Um, basically, I tried an experiment last week where I went full solar. Um, and I realized there are a couple of problems because I camped seven days straight last week. I did a week-long experiment to see if I can work and live without electricity, and um, it was effect. It was it was it was successful. However, I also started to realize that um, my solar batteries were not as powerful as they are, and so um, I've started looking for options in the market. But being a traveler, I only carry a 55-liter backpack. And my main concern is portability. Majority of the solar panels that I see online or in the market, they're quite big and bulky, like um, Sir Jovi's like, solar panel here. And it's a bit difficult for me to find a um, an alternative because I, I'm going to be hiking the Lycian Trail on um, October, 540K. And I am also planning to be more sustainable on the road, which means relying on myself and this, you know, natural elements to be able to sustain my travels. Um, I just want to know if anybody has the knowledge about where to get maybe a more portable size, um, individual level that will allow me to power power up um, potentially my phone, my laptop, and um, power bank. So this is more of an individual level, but I'm just wondering if I can get the same power for portability and if if anybody can help me with guidelines on how to select a proper panel when it comes to um, traveling. So thank you. Enjoy Mikey or Jovi, can you address Hi, that? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I think the issue here is is uh, Miss Kristen right? Uh, is portability. So uh, there are, there are foldable solar panels that can be used. Uh, it's available in the market. One brand that I see is Rockport. You can look at that brand. Uh, uh, they they sold separately uh, foldable solar panels and portable. Oh, I think uh, I think engineer got cut off. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, Rockport is the bag and fo foldable solar panels. Um, Jovi, can do you have anything to add to that before we? Uh, I think we'll, we'll take this as the last uh, uh, subject, and then we can close the room and move on to the after party. Jovi, if you have anything to add. Yep. Um. There are foldable solar panels where you can you know fold it and put it in a backpack. Um. In the future, there are also some. Uh, there are already improvements on the technology we're in. It will be film size, so you can like you can roll them up. Um, but I'm not sure if they're already on the market. Um, but as of now, the the best option for you would be the foldable ones. Um, and I'm looking at some e-commerce sites, and uh, if you search foldable solar panels, um, you can you know you can see them or you can find them. I'm just not sure with the efficiency. I haven't um, tried the foldable ones yet. Um, but just choose the ones that has five stars on the reviews. 
Yeah, thank you so much. I actually have my foldable right now. Just looking to upgrade it. I also saw another brand in Moldova when I was traveling there, but it wasn't foldable. That's the problem. So yeah, probably I'll check out Rockport. I haven't done that yet, but thank you so much for the recommendations. It's really going to help me be more sustainable as I travel. All right. Thank you, Kristen, for that question. And um, and I think that's a wrap. We can close this room and i would like to thank everyone for joining us and tuning in um and uh, like i said this is the third uh installment of our sustainability series um we are planning to have this every not uh well not every weekend um uh, some weekends of the month at the same time saturday 8 p.m manila time and i would like to thank our guests as well engineer mikey and and Jovi, who is a club regular here at Makati House. So we have a room every every evening at 8 p.m. So come join us at Coffee Talk. Afterwards, we have an after party where we can discuss more and network and get to know each other. Thanks, everyone, again for tuning in. See you at the after party. Makati House is a professional network started on Clubhouse, the drop-in audio chat app. This episode was recorded in front of a live audience virtually and everyone is invited to join us on our next sessions. If you enjoyed our discussion, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Help us with our goal on this series to spread awareness on sustainability and ecological conservation by sharing the podcast to your friends and family. Voiceovers by Beth Cole, artwork by John Renard Seniza and Nino Taboada, stock footage by Kanisha Pari. Find our other recordings wherever you find your podcasts. On October 2nd, 2021, 8 p.m. Manila time, we will discuss fashionable footwear made with upcycled materials. Can the fashion industry be a part of a sustainable future? Mako Castudio of Lalapatos and fashion designer Jerome Santa Maria seem to think so. Tune in to Makati House on Clubhouse, Facebook, and Twitter Spaces to learn more about the strides designers are doing in giving trash a second chance. <laughs>